So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Beth Phoenix. She is leaving NXT 2.0. Not entirely WWE, but more the commentary table. But she is not leaving WWE, and we're going to jump into why she is leaving NXT 2.0. Triple H makes an appearance in an interview today and plugs in WWE's new initiative, NIL. What does that mean? We're going to talk about that. And Freddie Prince Jr., a huge WWE fan and a former WWE writer, is thinking about opening up his own indie wrestling promotion. Will it happen? We're going to jump into all of it in today's edition of The Top Story. Here we go. What's up, everyone? It is Thursday afternoon, 620, and it is the top story. I'm your host, Jose G. Next to me, filling in for Jeremy and Kevin, it is the top. Nigger Thomas himself of Sports Kita, the undefeated trivia champion, Sid Puller, the third SP3, the top heel, true heel of true heel heat. What's up, broski? I am doing well. Glad to be here with a fellow Team SP3 winning member of the Sweep Squad, as I like to call it. The winners of the Survivor Series trivia. Glad to be here with you, Jose. And glad to be here to talk about wrestling with all of you watching. Yes, guys. So we got a lot of stories to jump into. It has been a busy news day. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about Beth Phoenix possibly leaving NXT And it looks like that is coming true. Beth Phoenix today released a tweet uh, announcing that she will be leaving the NXT commentary table. She's not leaving WWE, but she did put out a pretty lengthy uh, tweet thanking everybody at NXT. But this is leaving a lot of doors open to what's going on on the main roster with Edge, Maurice, and The Miz. Sid, what you think of this? What do you think of this announcement dropping earlier today? Uh, very interesting, but it's just another sign of WWE just putting out very clear signs that this is the line in the sand. Like we, we saw the rebrand happen, the new logo, the new colors, the new set, new superstars for NXT 2.0. But I think that the bigger signs are this Sunday. It's not NXT takeover war games. It's Mm -hmm. NXT war games. And now we're getting a, a change to the commentary team. So you're not, you're not only making it clear that there's no more takeovers. You're making it clear 
clear that the the voices of NXT are going to change as well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this decision has anything to do with the rebrand, but I think it helps further what mm-hmm. NXT is trying to do as far as separating itself from the black and gold era. But it does open things up a lot more for what you guys reported yesterday with Beth Phoenix working with her husband, Edge, the rated R superstar on the main roster and honestly when you give me the possibility of edge and beth phoenix versus miz and maurice that screams wrestlemania to me that screams a big show so i don't know if there's going to be a saudi arabia event before we get to wrestlemania wrestlemania maybe they can do it there or if they're going to save it for wrestlemania itself but that that's what it's kind of i'm getting the sense of that in 2022 we're going to see beth phoenix back in the ring I think you make a a clear point when WWE is subtly giving you the signs that this is what the direction that we're going with. You know, they did it with the superstars and now evidently we're doing, they're doing it with the commentary team. We're probably going to get a brand new staff of commentary teams that we've never seen before. And, and that's the direction that they want to go. And, and you know what? It's their company. They have a bigger vision of what they're doing and they know what they're trying to track. We'll see where it goes, but I absolutely love the idea of Beth Phoenix teaming up with Edge. I originally wanted to see him with Seth and Becky, but I'm okay with the Miz and Maurice because, like I said yesterday, Maurice makes the Miz that much better. So I just think yeah. this is going to be, I think this is going to be great. And I think it can extend all the way up to WrestleMania if they play it right. And, and I do think there is a WrestleMania, um, a Saudi Arabia show probably in the first quarter of the of the new year so uh so we'll probably either get it there or get it at wrestlemania who knows either either or it sounds good to me and yeah i mean it just it just clear signs that wwe is trying to give us so i think that it's it's time for people to embrace you know me and kev talk about it more on uh inside cradle that's going to drop later on tonight but this war games event is basically a, a love letter to anyone who wants to give nxt a chance the new nxt 2.0 is give it a chance if you like the show maybe you'll watch it week to week if you don't like the show maybe it's not for you but i think that war games is going to be the type of show that people should try out because it is the real mark of the next era in nxt Completely agree with you. Let's jump into some of these comments and see what people think about Beth Phoenix uh, moving on. Uh, you know, but it's it's interesting that this is all happening now as, you know, we are, this is the last big event of WWE. And now that they're yeah. really trying to solidify this brand new brand. Uh, but, uh, you know, Timothy Landon, Beth is leaving to be with Edge. So a lot of people think that this is going to happen. So we'll see what comes down the pipeline here. Uh, guys, if you're just joining us for the very first time, or if you're just tuning in right now, make sure you are subscribing to our channel here on Sports Keto Wrestling on our YouTube channel. We just passed 23,000. Help us get to 30,000 by like, sharing, and subscribing, and smashing that notification bell so you never miss whenever we drop brand new content. We got content every single night of the, of the week with the top story. Friday nights, you got... This guy right over here co-hosting on Smack Talk with Dirty Dutch Mantel and Ray Cuccino. Every Monday night, we got Vince Russo and Dr. Chris Featherstone reviewing Legion of Raw every Wednesday night. We have myself, Enrico El Glorioso, breaking down AEW and NXT 2.0. Plus, we got the pay-per-view reviews, the pay-per-view previews with you and Kenny. But we got a ton of stuff dropping, and we got a brand new show with Diamond Dallas Page 
Bang! The Bro Show. That premieres tonight on Instagram, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Indian Standard Time. It's going to be great. Check that out. That is on our Instagram page tonight live at 10.30 p.m. So we just did the housekeeping. Let's move on to our next story. Triple H making headlines. Had an interview the first time he speaks since his cardiac event. He had a sighting at the new uh, WWE corporate headquarters up in Connecticut, uh, but he had a conversation today about WWE's new initiative, NIL. What's the scoop here, Sid? So NIL stands for Next in Line. Uh, the program will be used to kickstart college athletes on a direct path to WWE. Uh, Triple H said in the interview on how the program works, he said, I quote, we immediately saw it as an, an amazing recruiting tool for us because it allows us to show athletes a path to WWE and engage with them in a way where they can learn more about it. We can learn more about them all while working together and finding out if it's a good fit before they've even finished college and before they need to make any decisions about what they're going to do in that next stage of their life. This is something that was initially talked about when the WWE signed Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson because he's under the NIL program as he finishes up his final year in at the University of Minnesota. So this is more of them making more of like a formal announcement letting know any details but this is going to allow them to be in the running with your mbas with your nfls where they can get college athletes on their final year if they're a senior this is a big a deal a junior in college wwe can recruit you so legitimately we could see people in the rose bowl in the in the college champion the college the cbs the college championship and they could be in wwe the following year you could see someone raise the heisman and then go to wwe it's like that basically but it's a very it's a very cool thing it's something that i've been asking for in college sports for well over two decades because I, I've called college sports the biggest, the biggest funded uh, glorified slavery that I've ever seen in my life with kids not making any money while people not playing on the courts and on the fields mm -hmm. and making all the money off their off their names. Now these kids can make that type of money. And we can legitimately see a college kid in a WWE game. That's how this program, there's potential I... there. But dude, hey. I think this is a great thing, man. I think this is awesome. I wish that I would have had something like this when I was coming up young, you know, 15 years ago in the business, uh, you know, as a young buck. And, you know, this would have been something great if I, this would have been a program in the early 2000s. Man, I would have jumped all over this, dude, because yeah. I, I, I'm a former football player, former wrestler. So this would have been right up my alley. But this is actually amazing because just like you said, it puts the WWE in the spectrum of the NFL and NBA where these college athletes who a lot of college athletes are wrestling fans, professional wrestling fans, uh, much the less. Uh, th they don't know what avenue to go. But now that you have this avenue that WWE will train you, they'll prepare you, they'll work, they'll give you your character work. You're pretty much going to school in WWE so you can be trained in their version of what a superstar should be straight out of college at 22. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's just going to bring up a whole nother set of crop of superstars 20, 30, 40 years from now, man. So I think this is great. 
Yeah, and they can start the training process very young because, you know, we heard a bunch of the reports that WWE is trying to get more of, like, athletes outside of the wrestling spectrum. They're not trying to get the indie darlings, the guys that are the top stars on the independent scene. They want to get more natural athletes or charismatic figures that they can mold into WWE superstars. Mm -hmm. This helps in that process, and it makes it more similar to, like, the MLB, where a person can go through their four years of college, and then instead of going to play AAA ball, they're going to the Performance Center, and they're going to NXT, and that's the process that they work their way up to raw and smackdown i think it's a good thing man i think it's great i think it's just they're really thinking about the future and uh and it's important that they invest in their future and nil i think is going to be a great way for these college athletes to seek another avenue uh to you know to keep their athletic you know showmanship instead of being either in basketball football baseball or whatever other professional sport it may be wwe's got that other avenue and i think it's going to be great are for these upcoming athletes. All right, man, let's jump into our third story here. Freddie Prince Jr., uh, very well known to the WWE universe. He was a former writer for the WWE. At one point, he, he was pitched to be the head writer for SmackDown at one point. Uh, so he's been very well known to have uh, being a huge fan of the WWE and wrestling in general. And he came out today and uh, had a had something to say to Ariel Helwani about all the releases and what he would do with all the releases. Sid, what's the scoop on this Freddie Prince Jr. story and his wrestling promotion? Yes, uh, Freddie Prince, in his interview with Ariel Helwani, when asked if all the WWE releases have made him sad, he says in an interesting comment that it makes, it makes me want to start a wrestling brand is what it makes me want to do. Everybody sees that and they get sad. I see it and I get hungry. I was in Karrion Cross's DMs for real the day it uh, his release happened. I was like, hey, man, I didn't go back to work for fun. I went back to work to invest in things. Imagine having Keith Lee and Karrion Cross on the same roster and making people wait to watch them fight, keeping their stories connected but separate. Even if it was just indie shows, which is what it would have to be, I'm not trying to go in for $50 million on something, but there is so much talent out there now that I think people would love to watch. They literally had evil macho man, Randy Savage, and evil Elizabeth with Karrion Karrion and Scarlett. I love them. Then they separate them, bring him up, destroy his entire look. That kind of that kind of stuff makes me want to take my finances from one idea and put them into a brand new one, which I flirted with before and maybe one day I'll do. But when I see those releases, it makes me think about it more seriously. So, I mean, Freddie Prince Jr. is not a bad name to be at the head of a professional wrestling company, in my opinion. He's someone that has experience with writing a professional wrestling show as being a part of the WWE creative team. But he's someone that's actually shown a great deal of passion. You know, this is a year that we had. We've had conversation on this very channel debates about whether WWE should get fans to be a part of the creative team 
Freddie Prince Jr. was a fan. They had him part of the creative team, and they basically kind of beat the desire out of him to the point that he had. He just was like, oh, "I'm just gonna go back to to Hollywood. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go play Freddie in a Scooby Doo movie or something." Like he's <laughs> like, "I want to do anything but work for the company that I love so much." Before I work for them, I want to do anything but work for them. That should mm-hmm. tell you what the WWE is all about. But he's definitely right. Like anyone that has any type of of uh, finances, any type of real money to put into an independent wrestling promotion. Now is the time to do it because there's so much talent. Like, w- uh, you know, AEW have been called, you know, a home for WWE superstars. But when you look at the 130 plus superstars that WWE has released in the past 21 months, only eight of them have been signed by AEW. Like, more majority of them have gone to Impact Wrestling. But that's still about 90, 80 to 90 wrestlers out there that haven't been signed, that you can have working throughout the independents, have working in your GCWs, in your PWGs, in a brand new promotion. Me, myself, as, you know, like you, Jose, as a wrestling fan that's also a person of color, I want an independent wrestling promotion owned by a person of color. There's a lot of pro wrestling promotion that are owned by, you know, African-Americans, like Black Wrestlers Matter, you know, uh, Hispanics out in like uh, Florida and on the West Coast. But, mm-hmm. with you know, to have one that's more prominent, like a GCW or a PWG that has significant amount of money behind it, that would be awesome. And there's so much talent that is out there that is available that is not signed long term to AEW, to WWE, to Impact, to New Japan. That there is a, this is the time to start something new and to have it not just be an independent wrestling promotion, to try to find a way to get it on TV. You see the money that AEW and WWE is making. You see the the return on the investment that Warner Media and Fox and NBC Universal is getting on that. Now is the time for more TV networks to get into the wrestling business. I completely agree, man. And and with all the releases between last year and this year, I think there definitely is a great business opportunity if the finances are right. Um, I remember, I think it was maybe about a week ago or maybe two weeks ago, there was a report that came out uh, that there was a group of people, uh, Bruce Pritchard, not Bruce Pritchard, um, uh, Jeff Jarrett and, um, and Conrad Thompson, we're talking about launching their own promotion. And now we're getting, you know, Freddie Prince Jr., who happens also to be, he looks like the whitest guy, but he is Puerto Rican. I promise you guys. He does look like the whitest guy, but he is Puerto Rican. So so I, I will take that. But, dude, I think this is a great opportunity for anyone to catch these talents and develop something new and put eyes on a, on a third product. So that way, you know, and in the end, everybody can enjoy watching it because there's just more stuff for us. Absolutely agree with you. And like to like what we've seen with AEW is that there used to be this stigma that you don't want wrestling fans like in the wrestling business like that. You don't want a promoter that's a money mark. For all intents and purposes, if this was the 1980s, Tony Khan would be described as a money mark. But he's doing the best job week to week when it comes to coherent storytelling, when it comes to a product that fans Mm -hmm. are fully invested in, are fully excited about. Tony Khan has done a better job at that than Visek Man, a man that has gone on record to say that he doesn't like wrestling. He doesn't even want to be referred to as professional wrestling. He wants to be known as sports entertainment. So to get some 
someone like Freddie Prince Jr., who we know is a professional wrestling fan that knows how to, who will take advantage of all this talent a lot more than WWE has done in the past 21 months. I'm all for it, and I definitely would support Freddie in this endeavor. Yeah, I think it makes a difference when when you're a fan, when you come up in the business and you know that not only as a fan, what should go over, what shouldn't go over uh, from a fan standpoint. And I think Freddie can really understand uh, the fan standpoint on here and cater some of the entertainment towards the fan, kind of like what AEW is doing, but maybe on a, on, on, on a grander scale. I don't know. He said he didn't want to go so grand. But I think I think you could pull it off. But I'm all for it, bro. I'm all for it. Uh, guys, uh, thank you so much for joining us. That is it for today's top story. Uh, tonight we got we're dropping a brand new episode of the Inside Cradle, where SP3 is joining our very own Kevin Kellum for a deep dive into the week's topics and the headlines and wrestling. Plus, they dive deep into uh, war games, and I think you guys re- uh, preview it, right? You guys uh, get, give your predictions. Yeah, we got a preview of War Games. We go in-depth about the three major names that have been speculated and rumored to be leaving WWE in the next couple of months. And we talk about what opportunities or stories they have for them in AEW. So if you want to go more in-depth, I know Top Story is a great place to get up-to-date on the latest wrestling news. But if you want more information, more opinions, more hot takes on the latest in wrestling news, Inside Cradle is the place to be, usually with Rick Uccino every single week, along with Kevin Cullum. I'm just filling in for the great Rick Uccino this week and before I take his trivia championship, of course. <laughs> uh, guys, tonight I got Recons of Wrestling. That's going to be at 8 p.m. on my YouTube channel. Uh, that's also going to be on Facebook. So make sure you check us out. Rico and I are going to give our predictions on war games. Uh, but, but check out the new Inside Critical tonight at 8 p.m. here on our Sports Keto Wrestling channel. And at 10.30 tonight, the brand new show with DDP himself, The Bro Show with Vince Russo and Dr. Chris Featherstone. That's going to be tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Friday morning, Indian Standard Time. So we got tons of stuff dropping every single day. And quick reminder to all you guys that watch us every single day, we made a big announcement yesterday that Bill Apter has joined the Sports Kita Wrestling family. The legendary wrestling journalist himself has joined us here at Sports Kita Wrestling. He'll be uh, joining us at the top story every now and then, I think doing some review shows. So he will be uh, a part of the broadcast uh, coming very soon, so we're very excited about that. Sid. I'm I'm excited to uh, finally get to meet this legendary Bill Apter. I've said few wrestling journalists belong on the Mount Rushmore wrestling journalists. Bill Apter is one of them as a longtime reader of the Pro Wrestling uh, Illustrated uh, magazine. I am very happy to be a part of any platform that has Bill Apter, so glad to have him with Sports Keto Wrestling. All right, guys. Well, that's it for tonight's show. Uh, Sid, what you got going on with uh, True Heel Heat? Uh, True Hill Heat, our flagship weekly podcast, will drop on Saturday, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time. True Hill Heat, 154. So go over there and subscribe. We're a little over 100 subscribers away from 2K, trying to hit that at the end of the year. So any support is appreciated. And you can see all that information, plus more from all over every place I'm working with. True Hill SP3 on the Twitter machine. 
Bro, if they're, I, I always said I'm pretty busy. I'm one of the busiest guys in the industry, but you're right up there. Like you're, you're probably like the Ryan Seacrest of the wrestling industry right now. You're on so many different shows, bro. You're on Wrestle Talk. You're on Wrestling Daily. You're on Fightful. You're on here, dude. You're doing. You're everywhere, bro. Thank you. Thank. You. I'm trying, man. I'm trying, but I I want to see Jose more places. Jose belongs more places. And check out Ricans of Wrestling. They doing great work over there. You and Rico always entertaining. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. All right, guys. So that is it for tonight's show. Remember, when you're watching wrestling, you have to do the most important thing, which is enjoy it. You must enjoy wrestling every single day. Have a good night, guys. Yeah.